Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand the ghost of a chance? Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Linear Nation Radio Podcast. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, Maybe grabbing a clip on Instagram or my Twitter page at Seamus underscore Clancy and on the BGN Instagram page at Bleeding Green Insta. I'm recording for the first time ever outside. We'll actually be mad. I took the breakfast nook and put it outside. And now I'm sitting on my desk chair out here, potentially, but that's future Seamus's problem now, isn't it? Sitting here, drinking an ice cold Kenwood on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon in Philadelphia. It's game week. It's game week. You've been waiting all offseason for this. It feels like just yesterday we were watching the end of the Carson Wentz era happen in real time. And wasn't Devontae Smith just drafted by the Eagles last week? Didn't we just have the draft week one coming up down in Atlanta? A couple things. Did an article yesterday, BGN, well, two days ago, you're probably listening to this on Wednesday, uh, looking at the history of the Eagles playing the Falcons on opening day for week one. It feels like that happens almost every year. Who are they playing in week one? Atlanta or Washington, you have one of those two guesses, there's probably a chance you're going to be right. I'm amped. You're amped. I'm wearing my Syracuse Donovan McNabb jersey right now. Just got fresh off eBay. You know I'm a big eBay person. Maybe do some eBay-centric, fun, jokey Eagles article this season. I have it in my arsenal ready to go, and I got my Navy Eagles visor they gave out for the Philly special in the Eagles' first home game after winning the Super Bowl. Coincidentally, maybe not coincidentally, also against the Atlanta Falcons. Week one, it's here. It's here. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm happy right now. I'm energized. I'm sure I'm going to be crazy crawling out of my skin, ready to go weapon X mode, crawl on the ground like Brian Dawkins this upcoming Sunday. And we're going to talk about Sunday. And everyone on BGN is talking about this week. All the different podcasts, BGN Radio, John Stolness had a great podcast this past week. I on the enemy doing his 10 predictions, 10 bold predictions for this Eagle season. We're going to have a post-game show with Aton Shander and Jess Taylor. That's going to be awesome as well. But I want to take, and again, I'm recording this live outside. If a, car, if a car goes by, a truck, some cat starts screaming, it's part of the experience. It's part of that. The color recording this outside is taking me. People are probably walking by saying, what's this idiot doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? I'm recording a podcast in my alleyway. My goal today is to talk about my five goals, five things I want to see from the Eagles this season. If I see all five of these things, it'll be a successful season for the Eagles. Maybe even less of them, the more important things for sure, my number one choice for sure. But if we get all five of these things, I'm going to be happy as an Eagles fan overall and also for my personal interest and personal rooting sectors of my Eagles fandom based on who I love and who I love 
on this Eagles roster because there's a ton of talent over there. They're young, a lot of talent there. Going reverse, five things I want to see from the Eagles this season. Number five, you know me, I hate the Cowboys more than I love the Eagles. Is that true? I don't know, but I just said it right now, so it stands right now. Week three, Monday football. Down in Dallas, Jalen Hurts returns to his home of Texas under the bright lights of Monday Night Football. We're going to have a watch party for this game for all you BGN lovers and readers out there and listeners at Pistola del Sur at Broad and Pachon in South Philadelphia. More info for that coming soon on BleedingReadation.com, but mark your calendars and come out. So when you go down to Dallas, if the Eagles go one and one in their first two games. I think that's okay. They Maybe they go down and win in Atlanta, lose at home to San Francisco. They go down to Dallas go either 1-2 and two or 2-1. Two, I think they're going to be in a good position to win this division. And also the, the idea that the Eagles go down there and smack Dallas, everybody wants that. Everybody hates the Cowboys. And I think Jalen Hurts, who played okay to start the game against Dallas last year in Week 16, but cratered in the second half, seeing him out there and having a statement win, his, whether it's his first win as the, as the number one uh, you know, undivided, unattainable, unmatched QB1 for the Eagles as he is right now. It's like he's he's the officially named QB1. It's not like last year when he came and filled in for Carson Wentz. Going down there, having his first statement win as the Eagles QB1 under the bright lights of Monday Night Football going against Dak Prescott if he's healthy, going with the Cowboys in the, the atmosphere there. because They're going to have fans back in the stadium. I know they had some last year, but totally, totally full stadiums this year compared to last year. And going down there, whether it's a great performance from Jalen Hurts, whether Devontae Smith scores two touchdowns and hits the Heisman pose on the Dallas Star in the end zone, whether Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, we're going to have more on those guys a little bit, cause havoc for that banged-up uh, Dallas Cowboys offensive line. We're going to see. We're going to see it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Just go one and two those first three weeks. Obviously, I want them to win all of them. And going two and one, I think, is the goal right here. And I'd be over the moon for that. But if they end up dropping the first two games – winning their first divisional game, winning it on the road against Dallas, the team most national opponents are predicting to win the division this year. Doing that is a huge step forward for this franchise, for Jalen Hurts, for everyone. And that's like my fifth goal. We're going in reverse order. Everyone more and more important for me for this Eagles season. Number four, it's about Kenny Gainwell. I am buying all the Kenny Gainwell stock and hype that is that exists out there right now. Kenny Gainwell, my guy right now, fourth-round pick out of Memphis, right? He's a Memphis guy. Yeah, I'm right. I'm always right. And so, for comparison's sake, in 2019, Miles Sanders was a rookie. Had a very good rookie year, especially as a pass catcher. Has regressed mightily as a pass catcher last season. And if this training camp in preseason is – he didn't play in the preseason, really. But for his training camp was any indication, he's not going to be that pass catcher he was as a rookie. He's gotten better as a rusher every year. He's certainly going to be the Eagles' leading rusher this season. I think he'll top 1,000 yards. But I think Kenny Gainwell, as the season progresses, is going to establish himself as the Eagles' main third-down running back. And kind of a role reversal than we saw during Sanders' rookie year where Jordan Howard was kind of the nominal starter to kick off the year. It was the Eagles' better rusher to start the year, but Sanders got increasingly, increasingly more snaps as the year went on because of his value that he brought in the passing game for Carson Wentz. Miles Sanders had 50 catches as a rookie. I think that was great. I had all the hope in him. The, the, the regression as a pass catcher really hurts. He's gotten better as a rusher. It's a little inconsistent. He hits those, he has those home run hits, those 75, 80 yard runs, and there's an incredible. Got some loud stuff going on. But I need to see more from him in the uh, passing game for me to consider him legitimate. 
not a guy I want to give a second contract to. I'm not about giving my next second contract, but a guy I'm confident taking this whole year. But I think Kenny Gainwell is going to be that guy on third down this year. I want to see 40 catches from Kenny Gainwell. Not asking a lot. Miles had 50. He's probably going to play less. You're going to have Boston Scott out there a little bit. They might bring Jordan Howard back after week two, the whole vested veteran thing coming back later on, on, on guaranteed salary, all that, those nitpicking stuff. So I want to see a big year from him. And I think having a good screen game for the first time since when Andy Reid was here with this offensive line with a tight end that blocks well like Dallas Goddard and a running back like Gainwell who can make moves in the open field, has great hands, and has that electricity and juice to him that we always crave. Doing that, having that role in his team, whether he's the second running back, staying fresh in the third and fourth quarter and the second half of the year overall will be huge for the Eagles, for Jalen Hurts, for this offense overall. Number three, we're switching to the other side of the ball here. Talking about the defensive line, this defensive line is going to be fierce. They may lead the NFL in sacks. They were third last year, and this defensive line is even better because of the jumps we're going to see from Derek Barnett, from Javon Hargrave, from Josh Sweat, and the addition of Milton Williams, my guy they drafted on day two this year. I was over the moon about that pick. He was my guy I won in the third round all offseason. Won Devontae Smith, Landon Dickerson pick. I was a little unsure of at first, but I'm in it now. He's a beast, a complete beast. We're at number 69 now. Nice. But I'm talking about either Derek Barnett or Josh Sweat. Both guys are entering the last years of their rookie contract. Derek Barnett was a first-round pick in 2017. What's up, pal? Thanks for hopping on, listening. And Josh Sweat was a day three pick in 2018. So there's a difference in expectations there. Everyone thinks Derek Barnett should have been the you know perennial Pro Bowl player. He was taken with the 14th pick in the first round. He's someone that the defense should have been built around over the last couple of years. Had a successful rookie season. Was on the end of the biggest play in the history of Philadelphia sports when Brandon Graham strip sacks Tom Brady. Ball goes into Derek Barnett's arms. Pick his success just because of that. But that doesn't necessarily mean the Eagles should give him a second contract, right? And I think because of the difference in expectations where Derek Barnett is supposed to be this you know, perennial Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl player because he was taken in the first round, he's seen as a disappointment, whereas Josh Sweat, who was a day three pick, has produced increasingly more each NFL season. And because of that, he's kind of more of the fan favorite because he has this kind of underdog sense to him because of where he was picked and the way he's outperforming the expectations based off what round he was selected. I think it's more likely we see this from Sweat. By all accounts, he had the best defensive training camp of any player. Probably Derek Barnett had a really good training camp too. And you have Jordan Maylotta on the other side of the ball who might have had the best training camp of any Eagles player out there. But from one of those guys, the Eagles probably can't sign both of them, send them both the huge contracts next year. They have Brandon Graham who's on a contract for a couple more years. They have Milton Williams coming in. some playing inside and outside too. I think they can only afford to pay one of those two guys. And, you know, you don't want to do it ahead of time. I don't think let's see how the season plays out and hand one of them a contract. I want to see from one of those two guys, whether it's Barnett or Sweat, reach double digit sacks on the Eagles official depth chart they released today. They were both listed as co-starters, which is just unreasonable. That's not how the world works. One of those guys is going to be out there for the first snap for the defense this year. The other guy isn't. And while I don't think that's all that telling because they're going to be rotating, rotating throughout the game and throughout the season, they're probably going to play pretty equal snaps, but I want to see one of those guys establish himself as the best young pass rusher on this team, reach double-digit sacks, and make it known that Howie Roseman and the Eagles franchise should be giving that guy, rather than the other one, a big fat contract going forward to keep producing for this Eagles roster in the years to come. 
So that was number three. Number two, Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. The Eagles trade up for him in the NFL draft. The guy seemed like the whole city wanted. I want him to come here and absolutely dominate. I think that's on the table. He could be looking at an 80-catch, 1,100-yard, seven-touchdown season. That sounds like a lot, and it is a lot, but I think Devontae Smith's that just that damn good. He's just that damn good. Justin Jefferson had a historic rookie season last year. Didn't win offensive rookie of the year. Then with a Justin Herbert, very deserving. I think he's the next elite quarterback in this league. He's going to have a huge, huge season. It sucks that he's coming to Philadelphia and playing with the Chargers at the link this year. I think the Eagles are going to get smacked in that game, very unfortunately. But I want him to – maybe he doesn't reach the levels that Jefferson did statistically, but I think a season where you know some quarterbacks are in different situations, Justin Fields and Trey Lance, you don't know how – Earlier, they'll play because it's sometimes a quarterback-centric award. Trevor Lawrence isn't in the greatest situation ever, and Zach Wilson isn't in the greatest situation ever. So maybe it's a season where a wide receiver of Smith's caliber, this Heisman-winning receiver, comes here, is the focal point of this offense, gets a lot of touches, gets a lot of targets, can win Rookie of the Year. And to see him establish himself like this as one of the next great wide receivers in the NFL would be huge. And if – Devontae Smith is playing that well, being that good, and putting up those numbers. There's a good chance that my number one goal, the number one thing I want to see from the Eagles this season, comes to life, happens, comes through because of Devontae Smith is playing that well. It's all about the quarterback. Obviously, the best thing that could happen for the Eagles this season, my number one goal, the thing I want to see more than anything, is for Jalen Hurts to establish himself as the Eagles franchise quarterback going forward. And I don't think that's a numbers thing. Well, only if Hertz has, you know, 3,800 passing yards and 26 touchdowns with only 11 interceptions and, you know, 875 yards on the ground and six rushing touchdowns, it isn't about numbers. It's about the vibe. And I don't just mean in the sense where, like, in the locker room a couple of years ago, oh, you know, the players like Foles, maybe they more like more than Wentz and, you know, maybe that – Foles didn't have the same talent level as when there was a talent disparity and Foles' stats weren't always incredible during the regular season. But I want it to be – Hurts' performance has to be kind of without a – you know, beyond reasonable doubt that he is the franchise quarterback. It's going to take that sort of convincing consensus for everyone to realize he's the focus of the Eagles franchise going forward and to convince the Eagles themselves that they do not need to make a move for a quarterback this upcoming offseason, whether it's a trade for Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers – Deshaun Watson, hopefully not that, or trade up for a quarterback in the 2022 NFL draft. They'll have at least two first-round picks, possibly three, and at minimum four picks in the first two rounds to go up and get their guy if they aren't happy with Hurts. But I want to see that with Jalen Hurts so, so badly this year. I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I'm probably the biggest Jalen Hurts fan across the entire the BGN radio network, bleedinggreennation.com, across Eagles media. I'm not really media, but as an analyst, crazy you know, podcast personality, no one's more in on Jalen Hurts than me. And I think he's going to do it. I think he's really going to do it this season. Convince everyone that he's the guy going forward. He's a captain right now. Just announced as a captain yesterday. Again, I'm recording this Tuesday afternoon. So on Monday, it's announced as the Eagles, one of their captains, two offensive captains this year, along with Jason Kelsey. And I think it's going to be a huge, huge year for Hurts. And he is going to establish himself. This isn't a prediction pod, yes, the way that John Stolnes did. It's what I want to see most this season. But I do truly think it's going to happen. And I can't wait to see it. Last year when Hertz started playing, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see I bought a pack of three sports cards back in style right now, making a ton of money. I'm not a sports card collector. Obviously, I had a bunch as a kid. Um, not really back in the game now, but I bought a three-pack 
of Hertz rookie cards last year. And one's a jersey card. And then I have another Hertz rookie card and another Hertz rookie card. I bought them for 20 bucks. You know, I think I got it right before the market skyrocketed. And it could be a situation where if I get these graded or something and Hertz is the true franchise quarterback, has a Pro Bowl season, is electric, has those early Michael Vick vibes with his rushing and passing capability, not the same caliber of player, the same talent level of player, but has those vibes that make, you know, all the Twitter and highlight reels and stuff like that, Instagram highlight reels. I could be sitting on some money right here. And that's not the reason I want Jalen Hurts to do well. I want him to do well because he's the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I love them more than anything in the world, besides my girlfriend, Ashley, if you're listening, obviously. Uh, but could be a little fun right here. Again, not a really big card guy. Of all the dirty things that I liked as a kid that came back in style, it's not comics. It's not sci-fi. Well, it's maybe a little bit. But uh, baseball, football cards, who would have known? So I'm excited for that. I need, need Hurts to establish himself. That's the biggest thing. That's the easiest way to define successful seasons for the Eagles. It's not just winning the vision or winning X amount of games or going X round in the postseason. It's him establishing himself beyond reasonable doubt that he's the Eagles franchise quarterback for the years to come. That was a little bit more serious, not like serious, like something great, but more classic analysis. Now I'll do something a little fun. Had an article come out today on bleedinggreennation.com doing a little series on SB Nation for home gating, we're calling it. No tailgating. When you're at the game, home gating is having the best watch party possible. So you can find it on uh, bleedinggreennation.com. Tips and tricks for the best Eagles home gating experience. Talking about, you know, make sure you have a classic wing pizza place you want to order from. People are like, oh, well, you always order wings and pizza with football. No, why? Because they're the best two foods. They're perfect. They're perfect for sports. If you're hitting the comfort of your home, if I'm the Eagles game or a tailgate, I don't really want to be eating chicken wings and making a stinking mess of myself and looking like a big slob. Little bit at home. I love it. Nothing love more. You go back in the kitchen, second quarter, Eagles are on defense. Go back there, grab another slice, grab a couple of wings, throw them on your plate, go eat, go to town. Go to town on them. You deserve it. What else we got on here? Make sure you have a, a nice beer selection. You know, if you're if you're a drinker, if you're not a drinker, that's totally understandable too. I love a nice ice cold Kenwood. Kenwood, the perfect beer to not just tailgate with, but home gate with as well, as we all know. And I think that'll be pretty fun, right? Be fun. And also, if you're a mixed drink person, have some fun. We have a lot of seltzer flavors out there. The seltzer revolution has been going on the last couple of years. Still pretty warm weather out. Still have that the end of the summer vibe where it's meeting fall and it's this perfect coalescence of weather right now. That's why I'm recording outside. I've been wanting to record outside in this little spot outside my house all summer long, but it was just an excruciatingly hot summer with the perfect weather today. Chilling. I got my McNabb jersey on my Eagles visor. Going to get some new eyeglasses this afternoon. Excited for that. Having got a new pair in like two and a half years, I can't see a gosh darn thing. And then with the Eagles coming on, I need to watch the game as intently and as best as possible, especially because I have that two tailgate, two TV set up. And I mentioned that on there. If you have a two TV set up, you have the Eagles or your main game you're watching on one TV, you have red zone on another TV. That is the ultimate chef's kiss, home getting experience. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. And one last thing I'll mention, recommend this place. They're not a sponsor. I'm not affiliated with them at all is Isabella's Pizza in South Philly. Makes a breakfast stromboli on East Pashank Avenue. Um, you can get like your choice of meat while there it's bacon or scrapple. You know I'm a big scrapple guy or pork roll. Get some potatoes, egg, and cheese in there. And it's the most delectable thing you will ever eat on the morning of an Eagles game. You know, this Sunday, I think my parents are going to come over. My dad's going to pick up some wings from Burns Tavern up in Northeast Philly, the, the Port Richmond area. 
I'm excited for those. But maybe if I, you know, he wasn't here, maybe I'd order a breakfast bowl. Yeah, as we could say, for the bully god, Jeff McDevitt, RIP, no longer on Twitter, got his count deactivated. Hopefully, we'll be back soon. We miss you, Jeff, out there, the king of the bullies, the king of the bully night guy. So pay my respects. I can't mention a bully without paying my respects to Jeff McDevitt, obviously. So you have a good, you have a nice cold beer like a Kenwood. Uh, maybe you have a nice spiked seltzer. I like a spiked seltzer. You have a mixed drink. Do a little whiskey Coke action. I, I like Coke Zero. Don't do regular Coke. Don't do Diet Coke. Neither of those things are good for you. And soda in general, not good for you. But Coke Zero is the move. If I'm having a whiskey, whiskey Coke. Maybe get some, break out some ginger beer. I like a ginger beer. I like a dark and stormy. Maybe cook one of those up for the game. And then I guess this is, isn't really part of home getting because this goes for tailgating too. And we can talk about tailgating another week because I have a tailgating specific article that's coming out at the end of the month ahead of the Eagles, I believe. Home game against the Chiefs in week four. So we could talk a little bit more tailgating that week. Or maybe next week because it's the first uh, home game in week two, the home opener. So we can talk about it then, talk about it later in the month. But uh, have some fun. You're home. You haven't had football in nearly a year. Uh, things got off the rails pretty darn quickly in 2020. So soak it up. There's optimism. There's hope right now. Every team has that going in the week one. Everyone's zero zero. So do a big at home. Have the best home getting experience. Have some fun with your, your partner, your friends, your family, whomever. Do it. Have a good day and live it up. Make your own goals for the Eagles season. You're sitting around before the game. Talk about my goals for the Eagles season, what I want to see, and discuss your own with everyone. All right. That's it for me. What are we at here? 20 minutes, 21 minutes. That's perfect. That's perfect. So follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus underscore Clancy. Follow the BGN Instagram that I help run with our great podcast producer, Rachel at Bleeding Green Insta. Subscribe, leave a five-star review, all those things. Spotify, Apple, your podcast platform of choice. And I don't know. That's it, right? ReBleedingGreenNation.com. Have great content on there coming constantly as well as always in this great BGN radio podcast feed. That's it for me. Thank you for listening. Hop on the YouTube channel. Going to have great YouTube content all season long. So subscribe to, subscribe to there. The, the link to the YouTube channel will be in the podcast description. So subscribe on there. That's it for me. Have a fantastic week. And as always, keep bleeding green. Can I get a shout out for my Eagles buddy, George and Carl? Okay, yeah, this is Aiden Traeger. Can I get a shout out for my Eagles watching buddies, George and Chris? George and Chris, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Aiden too. Did I say your name right? Aiden, yes. Sorry if I mispronounced it earlier. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. Again, please check out the YouTube channel. That's it for me. Again, again, as always, as always, keep bleeding green. I am haunted by you. B-G-N.